0: how's it has, has a cookie tasting it smells delicious oh look it so, quite a strong hint of vanilla in that one oh, that's the way i like it. it's um not that great but it's there
1: so um i can taste the discount the cookies on the counter i can taste the discount <laughs> yeah. oh, okay.
2: progressive rugby league
1: Rugby League. Hello, everybody. It's another episode of Progressive Rugby League. I am the Slug,
0: and with me, Big Al. Big Al, that's me. Here I am. And let me just say, I'm excited, folks, because I was hungry for it, and the Rugby League gods dish it up to me this weekend. My word, let me tell you, I can't wait to get into a fantastic episode.
1: So much to say, so little time. Mm. Jono, welcome. Hi. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, just making
1: a big,
2: hours like, elongated intro, I was just trying to balance things up here Oh yeah,
1: how are we fellas? Yeah, oh, what a weekend, eh? What yeah, a round indeed. Mm. Yeah, I haven't got a cracking migraine this week, so I'm up from last week And uh, let's rip
2: in, where, 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 where are we going to start? What are we going to do? Round. Well, I, I want to hear from Big Al. He's so excited. He's he's salivating.
0: Well, I just got. I, I should. So we'll, we'll, look, the standard format of the show is we start with a round reflection. And I think to what I'm about to just talk to you fellas about, I don't. I, I think goes beyond round reflection because that's to say that what's you, just what you we hear just, this. That's the <laughs> format of the show. <laughs> it's gone. But it, it, it unfairly uh, packages what what we've just experienced. The last couple of days mm. as just a mere round. It wasn't a round, it was a revolution, my friends, yeah. and it started on Friday night at North Sydney Oval with the Women's State of Origin. That's right. I was there along with about 7,500 other people, and let me tell you, outside of the... Well, first let's spend this time talking about North Sydney Oval. I know Big Al, sorry, that's me, I know Jono, you've been there before. I love it. You love <laughs> One it? One Slug, grounds. you've been to North Sydney Oval before? Yeah, I went to a Women's Big Bash not, not too long ago. Have you been there for a, like a meaningful sport like oh. in league? Come on, women's. <laughs> it's progressive. Just because... And fine. Um, anyway, have you seen a rugby league game there?
1: Uh, a, a long time ago, but not for a while.
0: So, Big Al, the rugby league connoisseur, never been there before. And so right. when I walked in at night, it was all cold and everything. There was the atmosphere. There was all these people. There was people there... Uh, big lights on, and I just was just overawed by the sense of, it wasn't like occasion, it was just, I felt like I was experiencing a moment, yeah. like a moment in history, and I'm going to look back on that and go like, I'm so glad I was there, mm-hmm. because one, like North Sydney Oval, how, how bloody cute is it's it? It's beautiful. Like, it's just a, well, um, oh,
1: yeah. Could you keep your eyes off the Moreton Bay figs? <laughs>
0: there was that the one, that's right, the one grand one right by the, right on the, ooh, eastern side, whatever North. side it's on, northern side, on one of the sides. Uh, yeah, it's big, it's grand, um, but just the it went beyond. The game itself was fantastic, of course, like really high quality gameplay, and I, I really like the fact that it was all it was official, right? There was uh, there was shot clocks, there was scrum clocks, there was bunkers, there was all that sort of stuff. It was a real game. Why wouldn't that be? Well, exactly. Why yeah. wouldn't it be? And why shouldn't it be? And these are pro- these are now professional athletes, um, but it was just the vibe. <laughs> to, to, to quote Martin Distasio, it was the vibe, <laughs> and it was just. Joy, I think, is how you yeah. say it. Like, everyone in the crowd from like everybody mm-hmm. was just so happy to be there and yeah. to, to, to see it. And then there was the joy from the players as well. You could tell that it was, they were so excited to be there. They were, they were, they would really, uh, but it also meant something to them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, at the end, uh, the presentation, and it was all, it was really, really good. They stepped it. up
2: to the occasion, didn't they? The, I loved it. the players.
0: And. The TV ratings, yeah. what was it, 750,000 or something like that? It was yeah. pretty much your standard Friday night football. Yep. What is that just show? What does that show? It's Tell me what it shows. Show. <laughs> <It's showing, laughs> it shows something, all right. It shows that everybody's...
1: The, this idea that people aren't ready for that kind of thing is just wrong. Exactly.
2: Yep. You know, clearly everyone is. Yep. Actually, the, the weekend proved to me, and I was saying it earlier in the year, that we need a mid-season break from the NRL, where you can have all representative rounds over three weeks. And you can have the origin over three weeks, you can have the women's origin over three weeks, yep. you can have Pacific tests, England versus New Zealand over three weeks. Pacific Island, round robin. Well, why not? I mean, you can fit in quite a bit of International Rugby League, because at first when you mention this, this option, people go, huh? what about the NRL? But people love International Rugby League. If yep. you put it on in the middle of the season, where Rugby League is still top of mind, People then really get into it because if if you keep international rugby league to the end of the season during cricket season, really, yes, people sort of start to turn off.
0: Yeah, and, they yeah. don't really. As soon, as soon as the grand finals happen, it's all people. It's like, yeah, rugby it, league's done. And like yeah. everything, sort of losing. It's getting me. hot, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: so if you keep it for the middle of the season, it's still cold, it's still actual rugby league season right in the middle, and you focus on international rugby league, people will get into it, and it's shown this week, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, uh, we, we saw the. Women's State of Origin. The Channel Nine ratings were just as good as a normal Friday night game,
0: yeah. eh? and the, the crowd was just as good as an yeah. regular Friday night <laughs> crowd as well. You, <laughs> exactly. get, you get less at the uh, at Bulldogs at Belmore. That's mm-hmm.
2: right. You get uh, the Saturday night Pacific Test was the ratings were just as good as uh, as they were when Channel Nine had the last four rounds on Saturday nights. Yeah, and Origin on a Sunday night did pretty well. It was over two million, it was slightly less than Game One.
0: But two point oh five, as opposed to two point three five. That's last, right. But
2: you know, it's during the World Cup period, and the sort of that sucks a bit of oxygen well, I think one, one out. One just flushing your credentials
1: as the numbers man that's the right. yeah. of the Rugby League podcast. I think, ratings, I think with
0: the ratings, everybody discounted that there'll be more people watching, but competition is a lot more fierce. Like people on, on the Wednesday night, everyone just lays down. and go, Like, sure. all right, fine, we'll give up like seven, 10, uh, and SBS. Just don't try uh, But on <laughs> Sunday, they can't not try because that's where all their flagships are sitting. Sure. Um, yeah. So I, I guess that's...
2: But also, people, casual fans of the game, probably didn't know it was on Sunday night. You know, I, I Adelaide's, some your Perth's, your Melbourne's, they, they yeah. might have been, oh, is it on Sunday? I didn't realise. So it'll take a while for the Sunday concept mm. to catch on. So still, a very good audience, 2.1 but, million.
1: But from what I understand, this whole season, NRL season break and rep round is, is a kind of trial. Yeah, to see whether it's it's something that can keep happening in the yeah. future. Is
2: that right? Well, I'd suggest I, so I
0: think it's part of the of the new because this the standalone Sunday Night Origin is locked in for the, the last the, the new broadcast right, so the next five years. Okay. I think starting from okay. this year. Yeah, it must be done this year. So rep will be a part of that. Um, but I think if it hadn't worked then everybody, the rest of them all, all the games that sit around this Sunday night Origin would have just been abandoned. Yeah. Because I remember, like last year, or what? What used to be rep round, which is when you have like city, country, and I think there was a Australia New Zealand test somewhere yep. there. Yeah. I was, I was against it because it, no one, uh, it just it, it, was, it, it was meaningless. Nothing, there was nothing yeah. about it. No one really cared about it. But this rep round, my word. Yeah, it was, it was totally it different. Was, it was, and you're right. It was a perfect time to take a break from the season. It was so great for NRL yeah. to just go away, yes. and yeah. for like, but rugby league to continue outside yeah. of the NRL. It was, it was. Yeah. yeah. So if you
2: if you give the NRL a break for three or four weeks in the middle of the season, then you don't have these split rounds where the competition gets confused, and some people have buys, and some people are getting two points, and some people mm-hmm. are not. It actually delineates between international football and NRL. And so once NRL is ready to get back into it. Then people are, are salivating for it. They can't wait. I hate split rounds. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 oh, yeah, I, I want to know,
1: know, know, I don't want to try and figure out who's playing what week.
2: It messes up my tipping mojo. <laughs> I just want, yeah, all or nothing. Exactly. And so when, when you think about the international, let's say, period in, in the middle of the season, because at the moment there were one off games between the Pacific Island nations and also the women's state of origin, which is great, but it's it still has a sense of novelty to it. Mm. Whereas if you have three game uh, series yeah. then all of a sudden it sort of matters who wins and who doesn't because when when they're one off games people are just happy that it's happening oh great it's happening isn't it good mm. but once you have a three game series you're happy it's happening but you also care who wins
0: I so think you're th- proposing Origin Origin's got the three game series so yep. the Thomas Samoa test is like goes yeah, three weeks not? with them three women's state of Origins yep. Fiji, PNG, or whoever, like, Whoever, but, yeah, yeah, all, all international
2: nations could play. England, three. New
0: Zealand, absolutely. Oh. John is
2: on. The I subject. mean, I don't have to be the same teams playing against the same teams every year. It could be England versus Tonga one year, yeah. or New Zealand versus Samoa, or whatever it might yeah. be. But it's had le- this has legs. Yeah. But, I mean, earlier this season, I would not have. I didn't actually believe what I was saying. Now <laughs> I believe. it. really is <laughs> the difference. But,
0: but
1: listen, it was a success. By any measure, right? Yeah, sure. So of course they're going to go. Well, you know, anybody looking to make a buck, well, we're going to say it worked. Let's have more of it.
2: Mm. So what about the uh, the Denver test? Mm. What do we think of that? So that was, um, mm. I thought that was quite successful. Obviously, it was in Broncos Stadium. Yeah, and people were, there was nineteen thousand people there, which is yeah. really good. Yeah. But then people know. say, oh, 19,000. Was it the really, seven. though? 19,000?
0: Well, well, it doesn't
2: look like much. No. a I fixed think stadium.
0: it's like an ANZ capacity. I think it's an 80,000-seat yeah. stadium. So, Okay. Yeah. Was 20, yeah, like, I mean, i believe it. All right. And it, it didn't look good on TV. I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. But it that's the thing. Good. People
2: are saying, oh, it's not a success because there was 20,000 people in an 80,000-seat stadium. But if you had 20,000 people in a 25,000-seat stadium, yeah. then all of a sudden it was a great success. Yeah, yeah. But there's still 20,000 people there. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, people have got to realise that uh, it doesn't actually matter the size of the stadium. The number of people who watch yeah. the game matters. Plus, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: not saying that's a good number. I just didn't necessarily believe that was and, the number. Right.
0: <laughs> and you've got to start somewhere. Like, 20,000 people for your first crack at it. With, yeah. with like, and let's be honest, some not not as... Some, Poor planning, maybe, or at least with opposition from all all over uh, Australia, Mm. uh, it still went ahead and got twenty thousand people. If it was actually year two, it's planned and it's supported, a lot better.
1: Yeah, but will they go anywhere else, or is it just is it just a Denver base all the time?
0: Uh, I I would see that if they could negotiate a better uh, a place that has less travel, um, less of a travel toll. so I guess that means anywhere on the west coast. So like. California
2: somewhere oh, yeah I think they, they chose Denver I was reading Jason Moore he was saying because it was the time zone that was perfect it was like good for the three time zones. so obviously yeah. it's like 6am for Australia which is not ideal Yeah. 8am uh, for New Zealand uh-huh. but 9pm for UK yeah, of course 2pm yeah, yeah. for the um, states Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. so that's why they chose Denver but I mean you could still play it in California and just change the start time so I can't see a way could do that <laughs>
0: Okay, so the Pacific Test in Campbelltown, uh, Big Al was there, and let me tell you, I have not experienced anything like it crowd-wise before. Right. Atmos? The Atmos was, and again, it wasn't, uh, like, it was, I've been to sold out, like, uh, the 2014 Game 2 State of Origin, Mm. like, I was at that, that was the, where New South Wales won the series for the first time in 10 years and everything. Yeah. That atmosphere there was loud. But it, there wasn't much of a feeling to it.
2: I agree. I was there as well. Yeah. I thought it was a bit of a dud atmosphere. Actually. Oh, the
0: game! The game was awful. Yeah. Uh, the atmosphere was like, yeah, there's eight, there's people here and everyone's loud, but the the atmosphere at Campbelltown Stadium was just like I look. I was there with a couple of out of town friends um, who were rugby league fans as well, mm-hmm. and we we got there to watch the curtain raiser PNG versus Fiji, which is great. Always. You get can't it. call it a
2: curtain raiser. You mean the test match between PNG and Fiji? Yes. Yeah, sorry,
0: did it. I say curtain raiser? Oh, oh. sorry. Those that's a. You thrown me right off there. <laughs> uh, okay, so t- I was there to watch the first game in the doubleheader, yeah. PNG versus Fiji, and that was any excuse to see PNG play uh, in person. I'll, I'll yeah. take. And like, that was really, really good. Unfortunately, the crowd, the crowd was waiting for Samoa versus Tonga. Yeah. So uh, there was some great representation for, for both support for both countries, but not enough to fill the stadium. Yeah. But as uh, there's an hour between games, and about half an hour before kickoff. Yes the place was packed like mm. we just realized that all of a sudden wow this place is packed Tongan flags everywhere wow. i reckon the ratio the flag to person ratio <laughs> was three to one for every three people there was at least one Tongan flag uh and we sort of realized and everyone was just like everyone was there's just noise everywhere but good noise like exciting noise yeah. like can't wait can't like i can't wait to see this game i'm gonna cheer my team it's gonna be the best noise mm. and we looked at each other and went man this is getting intense. This is going <laughs> to be epic. This yeah. is something here, and then uh, once the the teams came out and uh, that is let out side by side, the place just lit up. Like yeah. every single movement, everything was just the crowd went wild, flags waving in the air. And then when they did the like the dual haka, it was like I'll I'll never forget it. It was like spine tingling stuff. Yeah, it was just so. Uh, I can't it was intense, like, wasn't it? words words can't describe. It was mm. it was amazing stuff.
2: Well, I, I remember from the World Cup the semi-final in Auckland between Tonga and England. People who went to that game, including English fans, especially English fans, who have who create great atmosphere themselves, mm. uh, at all sorts of sports say they have never even experienced an atmosphere that even comes close to what they experienced in Auckland for that semi-final, which was a sea of red, a sea of Tongan supporters. So, and Having spent a bit of time in Auckland myself and driving around the city of Auckland after that semi-final, that's really uh, galvanised the Tongan community of Auckland, which I assume it's done in the south south of Sydney as well. There are
0: Tongan flags all over Auckland that are flying proudly, so it's yeah. just done so much. I saw a few Canadian flags mixed in there as well, just that's because so. the Tongan flags must have sold out. <laughs> just, well, the colour scheme's Same the right way. Yeah, no one noticed. Uh, but still, yeah, the atmosphere... Nice of that, harker, eh? <laughs> the atmosphere at that game was... Uh, yeah, something I'll I'll remember for a long long time. Mm-hmm. And it, it, if we can replicate that as often as we can, yeah, uh, the game's in good shape because it and was just, it yeah, was, it was, yeah, amazing. And wasn't it? It was a bit of a shame,
2: I suppose, in those two games, those Pacific Island games, that they were sort of over by half time. That was the only dampener you could you could say. I mean, the, the PNG played a brilliant first half, mm. but the game was pretty much over. And same as Tonga, they just were yeah, yeah, right. it, it,
0: Well, That just goes to show, right, so with that second game, the atmosphere was so electric, yeah. so intense, that had the game been on a knife's edge as well result-wise, wow. I, I would have passed out <laughs> just, from, just from, like, like pleasure <laughs> overload. Like. Doesn't it show
2: the value of a three-game series? So, like, PNG, yeah, yeah. for instance, uh, towered up Fiji. Mm. But Fiji would have been, you know scathing on themselves about that. The, they would have come watch, back
0: watching the body language of the, of the Fiji team I, I think that they felt the game they had no skin in the game like yeah. it, it didn't really mean anything yeah either. right uh, whereas because compare the the, the, the the squad wasn't too different from the World Cup squad. No, that, right. that played exceptionally well during the World Cup Yeah, that has meaning like yeah. you want to actually prove yourself you want to get as far as you can I think they treated that game as uh, like whatever the, the, good chance to catch up yeah that sort of thing yeah well
1: and, and another Element to having a three game series, of course, is just uh, you know, gelling more with players that you rarely play with. Like that Fiji team has all the names, absolutely, all the good big names in it, but they played horribly because they didn't play with each other really. That's right. PNG guys don't really play with each other, but for whatever reason.
0: Oh, most of well, them probably. A few play- oh, objectives. yeah, a lot of them yeah. do.
1: But for you know, there was more gel. That's right. There
0: was plenty more gel. of gel. But yeah. I, I just think the the game had way more meaning to the PNG team than it yeah. did to the Fijian team, yeah. and that had a lot to do with with how each team performed.
1: Mm. I'd agree with that,
2: and you know, there was
1: some other game on Sunday night, <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> which I must say was uh, was an awesome game of rugby. League. I don't think it was one of those games that. Uh, people are saying it's one of the great origin games of all time yeah. I would say yeah it was a fantastic game it didn't quite have you know a memorable moment that you'll remember you know this game for oh. but
0: oh, the quality oh, of
2: the play the offloads the mo- ball movement the speed I thought it was just brilliant.
0: I'm, I'm going to challenge you on that moment thing because I think it did have a moment that you remember. That everyone does remember. Oh, what, but but moment. not the it's 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 the opposite. It's not a, a moment where like this is when this player or this team did something great and rose up to win the game. Yeah, it was the Ben Hunt, ben Hunt kicking it, the it ben ben down, kicking on the third for the seventh tackle <laughs> yeah. when, when James Roberts had just been Cindy. Yeah. everyone that's remember not a that. Moment. that's a moment where you go like, that's when that Queensland lost. That's the definitely a moment. Yeah. Queensland lost the game from there. Like they all the momentum. They, yeah,
2: went, but that's not like a, a moment to. They're gonna go back in twenty years and go, and then he passes to Ben Hunt and he kicked it and it went dead <laughs> and it was a seven tackle set. Oh, you know, I, I,
0: it was, it's not gonna. I, it's I not see a what you're It's not history is. worthy, well, it, but, didn't but it is. you to clarify that it had to be like a history worthy <laughs> moment, an <laughs> origin <laughs> <laughs> moment, a defining moment. That was a defining like moment. Mark, co- well, Mark well, Coin try. You trial. can't go give me like like the Mark Coin trial which is probably the greatest <laughs> origin defining moment of all time. And say, it's got to be like that. You just <laughs> <laughs> said a moment. You didn't say origin like history making. All right, all right. Well, anyway, next time, Mister. <laughs> Can Fight, you hit so. dead on
2: a third tackle
0: origin moment? Police. <laughs> but, yeah. ga- that was a game defining moment. That yeah. that that changed the game for Queensland.
1: The, every decision they Queensland made during that ten minute period where they were up
2: against twelve men was the wrong decision. <laughs> Gee, ben Hunt's coughing a lot. Isn't he? These yeah. last uh, couple of days, I feel a bit sorry for him. But he has he has struggled in a few big games. You think mm. a few big moments in big games like grand final, he dropped the ball. Yeah, and Cowboys. <laughs> kick the field goal uh, but I like Ben Hunt he plays he plays progressively he, like plays, he plays what's in front of him and he's so unlucky so
1: if that kick doesn't go so dead that it's you know <laughs> 14 rows back then and, and someone gets on the end of it it was a brilliant move yeah sure.
0: but like no one knew he was going to die <laughs> and it was an awful player. kick like if you're going to do that at least let your teammates know going to grub us so please yeah. Stop. please chase hey this hey everyone yeah. Tedesco's up in the line I'm going to kick it now <laughs> uh, but you raise a good point on so like Ben Hunt you know much more than what's Queensland going to do now is is a time when they're you know the last decade Queensland have been saying mm. oh we're loyal blah 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 and they're only loyal because they had you know, the best players in every position for but so yeah, long True. now their half combination is going to be picked apart what do they do? Well, I mean, this is really a change of the guard. We thought it might have been a couple of years ago,
2: but no, it's now. Yeah. The, the New South Wales team is better than the Queensland team, in my opinion. Yes. Mm. In, the, in the last 12 years, it's been the Queensland team has been clearly better. But right now, we, when you've got Cronk, Thurston, Smith not playing anymore, New South Wales is better. It's a better team. Yeah. yeah. Especially the halves. Yeah. Um, do Queensland change their
1: halves for the, the third game?
2: Well, I mean, you've got your Daly Cherry Evans just sitting in the wings there. You've got your Milfords. um,
0: Ash Taylor. Ash
2: Taylor, yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't know.
0: I reckon they've got a great opportunity because now the result doesn't matter. Mm. So try something new. And I reckon bring in Daly Cherry Evans and I think he'd... I think you'll probably do pretty well, or at least shave Munster's mustache. <laughs> like, is well, you know, Isn't it that all part up. of Munster's like mystique in that like he does it, hes this Melbourne prodigy, but he's so un-Melbourne because he's got this this crazy <laughs> yeah. mustache, and you know he's he's a bit of a wild card.
2: Well, what I find interesting about that halves combination is that Hunt and Munster were punching on in the World Cup yeah. Kangaroos camp like mm. a few months ago. So I totally
1: forgot about that. Yeah, I, I had you too. Know, so. Interesting. Did I think about that? <laughs> When's
2: Morgan back? Will he be back no, 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 He no, he's tore bicep off, yeah, yeah, yeah. off the bone. Bicep. The biceps, Peck. biceps, yeah, yeah. even. He tore his biceps muscle. I have another reflection of the weekend, if we if we can. I mean, yeah, please. sure. Uh, it's about high altitude rugby league. so is <laughs> <That's
0: laughs> my <yeah>. favourite subject. <laughs> I mean, high
2: altitude rugby league was pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, a lot of line breaks. Are you going to tell was... us about the Tibetan league starting? up Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, I mean, a lot of offloads, a lot of line breaks. Obviously, people are short of oxygen, so that makes for tiring <laughs> players and, you know, scintillating rugby league. And I thought, the New Zealanders started well but faded, but, gee, England were were sparkling. So yeah. I, I say, let's play more games in high altitude. What about an origin? Do you think they're trained? Do you think
0: they're,
2: they're trained? Think they're right trained? No, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, in, in, in high altitude conditions because,
1: you know... I don't know. England not not known well a lot of the players were in australia but not known for uh, it's uh peaky alps
2: no I, I doubt there was any training to be honest that they're all in their super league or nrl competitions but yeah. uh look i thought there's something to that high altitude rugby league do
0: you think it was the altitude or the uh the Jet quality lagged. well like and also the the quality of the teams were not especially in new zealand were probably not as as
2: as well, I'm putting it down to
0: high altitude. Okay, well, because it's right. high altitude. <laughs> Sorry, I just... Because More yeah. research
2: needed. Uh,
1: my <laughs> round reflection was all that. Yeah. Plus, all of those things. Plus one more. Uh, I just want to shout out to Adam Hills, because friend he... Friend of the show? Friend of the well, show.
0: future friend of the show. Well, you know, we talk about really. him. He doesn't talk to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, but he will. He will. He will. Um, uh, yeah, He'll wear he, him down eventually. He uh, knocked
1: himself out making a tackle in the PDRL game. Really? Definitely. Wow. Yeah. So Is he okay. Yeah. He'll, so hopefully the little tweeting birds have stopped circling his head and he can get back up to carting it up the middle. Yeah. For Leeds. So I uh, hope you're doing all right, Adam Hills.
0: You will never hear this. Um, <laughs> God bless Adam. You're in our thoughts, thoughts and prayers. Progressive Rugby League.
2: Slugby Gal and me, we like what we see when it comes to French-Canadian
0: Rugby 13! (laughs) Every week we're getting better. I love it. So after that uh, scintillating intro, it's time to get into an international rugby league update. So I've bashed out the latest results on my tiny little iPhone screen. Mm. Uh, So we'll get right into it. So the Catalans have come off a very close win against Leeds, which is uh, really good. It's a win they, they needed, so it cements them firmly in night spot as they've been for a while. Mm. But that was a, a handy win because they came back from a 24-10 halftime uh, deficit there. Yes. So uh, the Away from home, too. Yep. What a big win. Mm. Big win. So things are improving. They're on the improve, our, our French Dragon friends. And, of course, down in the championship... Where it all happens. This Oof. was the week where the top six stood up and beat the crap out of everybody below them because <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to extend out from our French-Canadian uh, with a bit of Jews news on the side and just go through the results from the top six because yeah. it just they, they just walloped. So we we'll start off with uh, Toulouse, Golden Children of the PRL, 70, beat Rochdale, 14. Oh. The Toronto Wolfpack, 64, beat Barrow, 0. Yeah. <laughs> They must be doing a lot of high-altitude training <laughs> yeah. instead of defensive training down there, in <laughs> that, that, that league. Uh, so the London Broncos, 58, beat Swinton, 22. Lee, 58, have defeated my Dewsbury Rams, uh, 12... Featherston, 40 over Sheffield, 6, and Halifax, 50 over Batley, 12. So, mm. there you go. Yeah, that That's, really
2: was the haves and have-nots. That was
0: just like, <laughs> out of my out of my way. It's, uh, yeah, so I think they the, the top six just ate everybody mm. else for breakfast there. Sure. Mm. Um, so, going through those top six ranks, top six rankings, it is really interesting. So, Toronto's far out on 33, as they always are. And then, from two to six, there's one point in between them all. So, we've got, uh, oh, sorry, three points in between them all. So, Toulouse and Featherston on 26, Halifax, or... Halifax on 25, and London and Lee both on 24.
2: Fantastic. So there you go. The well, championship I mean,
0: is where the action is, my friends.
2: I tell you, there's a big game this weekend coming up between Toronto and Lee Centurions yeah. at Lamport Stadium. and Former
0: Super League Lee Centurions?
2: That's right. Yeah. So in the previous game at the Summer Bash, this was a game where Toronto came from behind and won the last minute, 28-26, and there was a bit of argy-bargy between... Uh, the Lee players and Paul Rowley the Toronto coach so this is Ooh, the return oh, bout yeah, yeah, at right. Lamport Stadium and it's going to so,
0: be on Canadian soil
2: that's right so it's a big game and also it's a big game in the context of the season because especially I always think of things in a Toulouse Olympic lens so I'm thinking like <laughs> if Toronto can beat uh, our friends from Lee, then and if Toulouse can win next week as well then that gives them a bit of breathing bit space breathing in that space. top four. Need. So, yep. But anyway, off. I'm a big fan of Lee, don't get me wrong, but it's a big game for many reasons. Yep. But it also got me thinking, you know how Toronto is playing like seven games in a row mm-hmm. at home? Like, are they going to be able to do that if they p- presuming they make it to the Super League? Because that's, that's a... Uh, Imposition.
0: That's a, that's on, a, that's on, a really on, good point.
2: On top tier clubs. I wonder if they've actually... Well, I'm actually thinking it from a fan's point of view because oh, there's right. no fan in the world whose home whose team plays at home for like eight weeks in a row it just doesn't happen you're you're Mm. trained to play every second week at home or to support your team every second week so So worried about uh, a
1: combination of viewer fatigue. Yeah, I and, wonder... And whether people have enough
2: money to go to games <laughs> eight weeks straight, yeah, like that. Yeah, I was just wondering what they do to keep it fresh, keep things fresh. What you are you they think, doing to keep they, things fresh now? They,
0: they might have to... Like You're right, eight, seven to eight games in a row for a, a Super League club is, is a lot. Mm. Maybe they'll bring it down to like a four weeks on, four weeks off. I'm not sure. I'm Hopefully I'm speaking okay. at this point. But you know, the Wolfpack being disruptors in the professional sports market <laughs> of Toronto, right. no, they have to do things to keep the crowds up. So yeah. I think against... With this game, uh, I think kids are getting in free or maybe even parents with kids are getting in yeah. free. And then there's a the hot dog counter at half time, so please, <laughs> doesn't take... <laughs> I'm going to win a game with a hot dog counter, thank you very much. Well,
2: they're doing brilliant things. I'd love to know what how they keep things fresh because... Um, the hot maybe, dogs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Alright, so moving on of course, we've just come off a round of International Rugby League, it's been mm. fantastic. So just recapping the results, England 36 over New Zealand 18 in... Uh, Colorado oh, in the high altitude of Colorado there. Uh, PNG 26 have uh, beaten Fiji 14 in Campbelltown, uh, followed by Tonga beating Samoa 38 to 22. And let's not forget, we had the battle of the South African Rhinos against the Maltese Knights this right. weekend. Yep. Where South Africa have just narrowly beat the Maltese Knights 30 to 24.
1: Oh, what yeah. a good game. Any ex Springboks in there? Then they yeah, have been.
0: I'm sure there were. Yeah, I'm sure, sure. there were. Actually, no, because the South African government would have jailed them because they're trying to ban rugby league. Are they? No, uh, I just made that up. Okay. <laughs> Maybe edit it out. I don't know what's actually <laughs> correct. That's, that's a, that was a little bombshell to end <laughs> the international update on. Uh, and that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. The international it. international
1: updates. Another ripper. Just jam-packed. Jam-packed. Like, yeah. the... Where do you start? I'm, st- I'm still getting over this wrap round. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs>
0: sorry. Yeah. I don't
1: <laughs> you know moments of me sitting back and just thinking about it aren't really uh, podcast compliant though so um, we can narrate
0: them for you Slug leans back (laughs) looks up to the left (laughs) smiles
1: (laughs) drools progressive moments of the week if you haven't had enough progressive
2: stuff already let's let's throw some more at you who's ready and willing I'll give it a go my progressive moment of the week comes from the women's state of origin. Uh, you're gonna oh, you're yeah. probably going to take mine. This was... They're we talking about the, the NRL's reaction to yep. the kiss. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's
1: it. That was mine. Yeah, And I see. just...
2: Well done to NRL for their... How they played that. They, yeah. Their response to, you know, really predictable uh, outrage from... Should we know,
0: give detail around for those that don't know?
2: Sure. So, as we were talking about last week, uh, there were two lovers playing uh, for different states on opposing teams. Uh, in the games, I can't remember their names, but after the game they came together and gave uh, each other someone
1: a Someone did their research. Oh, it's uh, it. Karina Brown and Vanessa
2: Fulaki. There you go. So after the game they came together, had a kiss, said well played, and that was in the newspaper and then there was the predictable outrage emergence going, what's this about? You're, you know, sexualising the game or yeah. something like that. <laughs> no, no, like no. they were passing or something. <laughs> like. It was
1: the usual homophobic qualifier people have oh. of... I don't mind what people do yes. in their own
2: homes, just don't make a public show of it. Yeah, yeah. But I like the way that the NRL handled that. You know, their response was it was principled, it was you know, straight to the point, and it was funny. It and was what pretty was funny. Response? Well, they were just re- replying to social media outrage, just saying you know, get with the times, welcome to 2018, things like that. It
1: was said, yeah, welcome to 2018. Why don't you come and join us? To oh. to to the original poster who was complaining that he didn't want to see. Them kissing.
2: Yeah, I mean, seriously, it was. It wasn't. It was just like
0: a kiss, a well played. Was it wasn't it like. It wasn't a cash. Like, there was no like, tongue. Jonathan Thurston <laughs> kissing his wife after the grand final. Exactly. You know, like, well, oh, Paul Gallen kissing Et after the twenty 2016 uh, grand yeah. final <laughs> with the Sharks. Like, what's
1: the f- anyway? Oh uh, well, uh, yeah. Look, it's not up to us to explain what goes yeah. on in homophobes' minds, really.
0: Um, Big Al, what do you got? My progressive moment of the week comes from the most unlikely of sources. W. Bennett. Oh. Mr. Wayne Bennett, who I may have, uh, you know... I think you called him the least progressive uh, <laughs> well, in rugby league let me, t- let me take that or back twice. because he's full of cracker quotes after a, a fantastic international rep weekend he's just filled the media with fantastic quotes but there's one that stands out to me
1: are you going to give it to us in a Wayne Bennett
0: voice no 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 because nah. he, he, he'll just be like under his breath blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll give it to you the way a rousing inspiring speaker would give it <laughs> Wayne Bennett says, when talking about the international game and why he was pressing the cause for the Denver Test and why it's important that we do this sort of stuff and why we have to give it a go, he basically says, if we don't have a global product, then we won't have a product in 20 years. Bam. Bam. Wow. And that just means international rugby league, like, get it up, yeah. You've got to get into it. <laughs> that,
1: that just means he gets it.
0: He, he gets he it. He gets it.
1: He's not doing anything to help it, really. Well, he's
0: coaching the English team. Yeah. He's pushing the cause. Yeah, but for money, because he's, he's a coach. <laughs>
1: He is a coach. Oh, he, I mean,
0: you're, very, you're right, actually. Wayne Bennett, the 4D chess player, is just giving himself a head coaching job for the next five years. And that's fine, because push it pushes into my agenda as well. Happy no, you get on board the Wayne train. I, he, will, I will
2: back down because I'm being a bit unfair there. He, he did say other things that I, I read that, you know, it's time for rugby league to actually give it a real hot crack in uh, places like America, not just dip the toe in, in the water like they've done in the past. Yeah. You mm. just, like, play a game there or go for a week. That does absolutely zero. And it will not grow the game. You have to actually invest in it.
1: When's so, the next time the Olympics are in a rugby league friendly country? Let's have a think about this.
2: Because um, we're sure
0: PNG's bit bidding at some point, <laughs> aren't they? No, oh. they're not going to
2: rugby league nines you're thinking of as a sport. <laughs> well, it's, I'm pretty sure. I told you a... we'll split the difference.
0: Eights. <laughs> eights. Okay, i <laughs> will okay. you with eights. Now, the nines are a, a Commonwealth sport now, aren't they? Well, they were an exhibition sport for the. Gold they Coast were, games. but. Come off games, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a stepping stone. It It'll is. Get you there somewhere. It's a small one. <laughs> uh, I've got a second progressive moment, um, oh, right. which goes back to the State of Origin game late in the second half, where Boyd Corner took a, a big knock. I think he got his head into somebody's hip. Yeah. Might have been Jai Arrow. And uh, he obviously he looked a bit dazed, looked like he was in trouble. And who came to his aid immediately and didn't leave his side until uh, a New South Wales trainer came to tend to him? It was none other but Alfie Langer. Yeah. Queensland's biggest cheerleader, Alfie yep. Langer there. Looking seriously concerned and worried about the New South Wales captain, staying with him, helping him, making sure he was testing his fac- yeah. faculties and all that sort of stuff. Okay. That can I, nice can I just bring
1: a different viewpoint to
0: that? Mm, yes. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could it, is there a chance that maybe he just was trying to make sure, because he was waving at the ref, that the that the ref saw that it was an HIA, so boarded, boy did not have to leave the field.
2: Well, no, was it give... a tactical helping? I'm yeah, going to give maybe. it the benefit of the doubt because surely it would have been to Queensland's benefit to have a you know a dazed person. Robin <laughs> yeah, Boyd. you're right. You'd want. <laughs> you.
1: I suppose it's not like Boyd was playing any better than anyone who would have replaced him. That's how how do
0: the uh, like? Pardon my ignorance, but how does the HIA? What's like the? How does that work? So if you're flagged for H.A. after golf, do you get a free interchange or do you just play with a man down whilst he's being... No, interchange? free interchange, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Alfie wouldn't have wanted that then. He wouldn't yeah. have wanted a, a, a groggy... True, yeah. All right, player. I'm back on the Alfie train. Question.
1: What, why did Caelan Ponga play as a forward for 60
2: minutes of that state of origin
1: game? <laughs> Yeah, does anyone know?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can only think that where else were they going to put him. I mean, they the backs aren't going to be replaced. He's yeah. a full back. The halves, you're not going to really replace the halves up after 20 minutes. So, I mean, he did a brilliant job. Oh, he had a great game. He never yeah. played yeah. hooker in ever in the past. He wasn't
1: playing hooker, though. He was playing a running forward. He's just taking hit-ups. Yeah. Hit yeah. Hit yeah, taking those yeah. hit-ups. Taking the ups, made 30 tackles or something like that. So,
2: What an incredible performance. Weird.
0: And I didn't know he had such red hair. Clash with that maroon jersey, or is it just me?
2: He had red hair.
0: He had some like. Is it just you hair? that he
2: had red hair, or was just that it me? Clashed? It's
0: just me that thinks he has red hair.
2: He definitely <laughs> has red hair.
0: Yeah, but like, like seriously, red hair.
2: Well, I wouldn't say like bright fire red, but like I'd say almost maroon red, maroon.
1: Right in. How red is his hair? On Tell a scale us. of one how to red. How red, red is it? Progressive RL at Outlook.com, Facebook, and Twitter. We need some mailbag questions yeah, or thoughts, um, guys. Anything else to say before we leave everyone for another week? That no, that'll do. <laughs> that'll do. All right. Um, look, you're going to be hard pressed to find as progressive a weekend as rugby league as you just saw. So, God, I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll
0: talk to you again next week. Bye all. See ya. See ya, folks in rugby league. We trust.
2: The only decision. Price retro or retro? Oh wait, wait.
0: For I said, the, the biggest in... retailer of electrical appliances, not the retailer <laughs> of the biggest electrical appliances.
1: <laughs> For the hottest in hot, hot, what have you ever seen? That's, that's still going. Is it? Steady, oh yeah. Strong. It oh. just
0: goes on and on. <laughs> um, it's all over the radio. Really? It Hasn't changed a bit. Okay. They haven't updated the voiceover guy. What about that? That so guy I mean. must be raking it in. Something he wrote no, 30 years. They probably did a uh, um, the same deal as like um, what was the. The window company that Paul Sironen did the I was first board that, yeah. that, that was, oh, that was yeah. still <laughs> being played on Channel Ten back like five years ago. Blockout, out, blockout. blockout so that's because of Blockout's exclusive maxi block system. And then she puts a massive I hit on him at the end. I can't make these budge. <laughs> get tough. Get block out tough. Bam. There's the hit.
2: Sarah was like um, a good actor for a rugby league player, but he only went as far as <laughs> Lowe's commercials. Once <laughs> you go Lowe's, you can't go any further.
1: And, yeah, and, and, um. Once you go low, you kind of go higher. Club Buggery. Remember they have yeah. that little oh, sitcom Ian. inside it was Ian? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was Ian. Yeah. Oh, right, that's right. <laughs> um. John, I'm going to need you closer again, fella, I'm afraid. John O'Jono, John You sit too far away from us. Too, too far away, away. from <laughs> us. Yeah. John